What's up, y'all, and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Meets and Beats podcast featuring me, AJ Gill, and Tony Brooks, a.k.a. Tony Brooks. What's up, y'all? I'm just a guy who likes food and barbecue and music. That's it, man. All we're going to talk about is food and music and the occasional rabbit hole down into multiverses. So y'all check it out. This is the first episode. It might be the last episode. Man, this might not even come out anywhere. So we might be the only ones listening to ourselves, which wouldn't be the first time. I mean, we all the time just talk nonsense and listen to ourselves. It's what we do. Yeah, so we decided let's go ahead and record it and put it on the internet for the whole world to hear our ridiculousness. Why not? Everybody's doing it. So today we're going to talk about what is barbecue really? I mean, what is it really? Yeah, I mean, I guess we can start with what barbecue isn't. Yeah, barbecue is not cooking a burger or a hot dog or a steak even. You know, that's fucking grilling. So if you're just going to light up some coals and throw some shit on there and do it, that's not barbecue. I mean, barbecue is a specific thing, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think barbecue is low and slow or... I mean, I guess fast and hot at some of these barbecue joints, but for me, like a barbecue is like a brisket or ribs or like something that takes more than like five or 10 minutes. Yeah. Chicken, pulled pork, something you got to put a little effort into. I mean, not to say that you're not putting effort into grilling your hot dogs from HEB that cost 99 cents, your bar S fucking nonsense. Not to say that guy's not putting in a little effort, but... That's not barbecue, man. It's Are hot dogs barbecue. really 99 cents? <laughs> I mean, if you buy a bar S hot dog, it's probably 99 cents. And if you spend more than that, then you deserve what you get. <laughs> what about like uh one of the uh what are the Franks that are kosher, kosher Franks? Oh, Hebrew National? Yeah, what about oh. those? Those aren't 99 cents, right? No, they're like eight, 4 $8. I don't know. <laughs> Hebrew nationals are legit, though. Oh, I mean, yeah. if we're going to make Jew jokes, it needs to be centered around <laughs> Hebrew nationals. Are we editing this? I don't know. We're going to get pulled the plug on before we even get going here. Probably so. Oh, man. Where were we? Uh, something about a hot dog. We're talking about what is barbecue and what uh, is not barbecue. So the only thing when you're doing steaks, I would maybe consider like a reverse sear a type of barbecue. You know, because you got to smoke it and then uh, then do the sear. You know, I, I maybe would throw that in the category of barbecue. Okay. But generally, you know, you're looking at ribs, pork, chicken, pulled pork. Uh, barbacoa. Barbacoa could be barbecue. You know, you have to cook it low and slow for a long period of time. Now, there's a lot of people that do barbacoa in the crock pot that will blow your fucking mind. Right. But. We're going to go there already? We're going to the crock pot right now? I mean, we could. <laughs> okay, I mean, let's steer off of this for a second. Um, we're talking about what is and what is not barbecue. Um, I saw an Instapot recipe thing on Tony's refrigerator when I got here, and I said, you know what's not cooking? Crock pot cooking is not cooking. I'm sorry. If you're going to throw a bunch of crap in a crock pot and then walk away for eight hours, you didn't cook that. That is not cooking. I mean, yes, it might be delicious. Yes, it might be like the greatest thing I ever had. But is it cooking? No, it's not. Well, I mean, it's kind of cooking. Is baking cooking? Because it's like baking pretty much. I mean, I I guess technically I put all my food in a barbecue pit and come back 12 hours later. (laughs) 
I mean, are you really going to just come at me from my own stance, bro? I mean, if we're talking logically, which let's not get in the habit of doing that. Um, I'm just saying it's lazy. Well, you know, there's a lot of things that are lazy. And Instapot is probably at the top of the totem pole when it comes to lazy cooking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, don't, you, I wasn't I wasn't nor, just going at the Instapot. I was thinking more of the crock pot because like and casseroles like just throwing crap in a pan and turning it on. That's not cooking like you're not even trying like that's not it's like the lazy like what is the laziest thing I can make right now? Oh, let me throw all this stuff in what could be an actual enchilada and throw it in a pot and call it an enchilada casserole because I was too lazy or didn't have the talent to roll out some enchiladas. So if your goal was to alienate house moms all over America with this podcast by disrespecting casseroles, then we've accomplished it. Well, I'm sure I just disrespected the one housewife that's listening to this (laughs) podcast. I mean, how many housewives are listening to two? Other than your wife listening through the door right now, zero. Yeah, I would agree. (laughs) But when it comes to casseroles, I mean, there's a little bit of prep and you have to cut the vegetables. You have to add the seasoning. I mean, I mean, kind of cooking. What if you bought the pre-cut vegetables and the pre-packaged seasoning from HEB? Uh, No plug intended. But if they wanted to sponsor this podcast, uh, hit me up. I mean, if you buy it and you throw it together and you put it in the oven, at least, at least you're not grilling Bar S hot dogs. Dude, shout out Bar S. I mean, <laughs> are they gonna hit us up with a sponsor? Like, I'll take a 99 cent hot dog, like on the for real right now. Yeah, let's do that. But okay, so man, we dude, it didn't take us long at all to go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I mean, let's get back on this. Is it barbecue or not barbecue topic? Can you call me Captain Tangent? Captain I can, Tangent. I can be Captain Tangent, but. We're gonna talk about what is and what is not barbecue. Let's let's talk about propane grilling. Let's talk about propane. Because there's a there's a few people that I've met that they're gonna put some shit on a propane grill and they're gonna tell me they're barbecuing and no. I just get insulted. You Dude, know? first of all, Hank Hill, what were you even thinking? We don't wanna taste the heat, we wanna taste the meat. Bro, you're not even a Texan, so I don't even understand how how did that even happen? How did, like, there wasn't a consultant on the King of the Hill show to say, hey, in Texas we cook with wood? I mean, at least throw some briquettes down, bro. Like, propane? Well, I think with that show in particular, you got a, you got a person probably from California or New York trying to make a show about being from Texas, and that's the best he could fucking come up with. I mean, I, so, at least he didn't put him on a horse. Yeah, and there were no cowboy hats really occasionally you know the dad would wear one yeah and, you know that would happen but eh, generally i've seen worse more disrespectful things about texas and king of the hill but that being said throwing shit down on a propane grill that's not barbecue bro. let me ask don't, you this do steaks on a propane grill how do you feel about that well it depends i mean if i'm trying to get a steak in a hurry you know and it's what i have that's fine, but I'm never going to eat a steak on a propane grill and say, man, that's the best steak I ever had. That's not going to happen because you can't cook the best steak that I've ever had on a propane grill. Yeah, no, definitely not. I've definitely done some work on a propane grill. There's only like three things that I cook on a propane grill, and that's a cheap steak, uh, hamburgers, 
and a bar s hot dog. I mean, if those are what you're going to do on a propane grill, that seems appropriate. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, if you're in a hurry and you got to go over there and get something done quick, it's convenient. Yeah. It is. And, you know, taking the time to throw your coals down and or, or even get real wood going to the point to where you can cook on it, there's there's a little bit of satisfaction in doing that. But if you're pressed for time and in a hurry... Go with a propane, whatever. Do what you do. It's like cooking in an Instapot. Yeah. You know, if, if you got three kids and you didn't prepare for dinner and you come home and it's 6 o'clock and you think, oh, fuck, what do I do for dinner? I mean, either I can cook a whole chicken from completely frozen to done in 30 minutes in the Instapot, or I can turn on my propane grill and throw some steaks down and be done in 20, 30 minutes. Those are good options if you're in a hurry. But, again... That's not barbecue. Yeah, definitely. I can't argue with that. The whole three kids, like, dude, sometimes I come home after playing a gig and, like, my dog is just like, bro, feed me. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to fire up the pit right now. So, you know, I just hook him up with his regular old Purina. So so, so to clarify, you feed your dog barbecue. <laughs> dude, dude, yes, 100%. Can dude. I be your dog? <laughs> yeah, dude, I thought you were my dog. <laughs> Where are my dogs at? We're talking about 1990s slang now? <laughs> Bro, dude, who let the dogs out probably made like $20 billion. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's still played for whatever reason. Like, kids today, when they hear it, they're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, like, dude, it's no Old Town Road. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. I mean, when it comes to one-hit wonders, yeah, it's no <laughs> Old Town Road. Bro, no, real quick, shout out. I was thinking about this the other day. Shout out to Billy Ray Cyrus to be the only guy to be a one-hit wonder twice <laughs> multiple decades dude like i mean what more do you want from life like he made a huge hit like whatever year that was somebody look it up google it and add it in the comments and then like made that cash laid low had a kid made a bunch of cash off of her crazy and no, then he boom. adopted that kid what i'm pretty sure that he adopted miley ray cyrus that that it's not his natural born daughter wow so like he just found her and like was like, "You come here, make me money," or like he married her mother. Are we? Hey, Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do Jamie pull that up? Yeah, Jamie, pull that up. Except it's actually Tony. Yeah, I am pretty sure that she's adopted. So you think it's like an Illuminati plant? Like they gave her to him to become a star, or was it like a blindside thing where they like? took in her and like they nourished her and they knew she was going to be a star or like what happened well considering they're both white it's most likely an adopted thing like i don't know that it, like he looked at her and saw the instant talent he, he adopted her out of love i'm sure and then she blossomed into a star with his help and crazy amount of money now if you want to go down the rabbit hole of what's going on with the epsteins and maybe that fucking somehow played into it and there's some shit going on like I don't know that I'm ready for that conversation with <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus, but who Hey, knows? man, who, who even knows, man? But I'll tell you what Billy Ray Cyrus doesn't do. He don't cook on no propane. I don't know. <laughs> Did you watch the Old Town Road video? Dude, I he watched He looks like the kind of guy that bunch. cooks on propane. Oh, man, I bet he cooks a lot of things differently, but I don't know, man. It's just, uh, yeah. I don't even know where we were or why we got here, but... Um, Real quick, if you uh, if you like where this is going, hit that comment button, like, comment, subscribe. Can you subscribe to podcasts? 
Yeah, I mean, you can subscribe to our social media and, yeah. our, and our website, probably. We should probably know. know that stuff if we're going to be podcasters. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I, I mean, does anybody really know? Dude, I don't even know. We're just two dudes sitting in a bedroom. Well, I'm, le- I'm leaning on a crib right now, and there's chicken downstairs <laughs> resting for us to eat later. <laughs> yeah, you're a dude leaning on a crib inside a crib waiting to go eat chicken. Bro, that's like Cribception. That is. I mean, <laughs> since we're going completely off the rails, and you want to uh, talk about tangents, and we're discussing whether or not what's barbecue, is it propane, is it grilling hot dogs, I'm going to take a shot. Right oh, my God. Hang on. Let me get so, the special effects ready for a shots fired. So is cooking on a pellet grill really barbecue Bro. or is it baking outside? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so like with a pellet grill, you enter all your shit and you let it go with the temperature that you want. And you set your automatic controller. It's like the greatest invention ever. Yeah. So is it barbecue or is it an easy bake oven that's outside <laughs> that happens to use wood? Wait, does it easy wood bake, chips? Uh, not even real wood. They're pellets, bro. They are compressed wood. I yeah. am a Traeger fanboy. So rabbits shit pellets. <laughs> yeah, you never seen it on Discovery Channel. <laughs> <laughs> you have never been to that part of YouTube before. I don't think I'll, so. I'll send you some dark web links. <laughs> As always, links it will be in the description below. But dude, check it out. Okay, listen, I know Crock-Pot cooking isn't cooking. I know casserole cooking isn't cooking. Instapot, okay, whatever. Traegers, bro, I'm a fan. I'm a fanboy, and I'll tell you what. You know, I've been thinking about this a lot. I kind of I have been, like, in my journey of aspiring carnivore snob. I was thinking, like, dude, I'm never going to eat a brisket that's been wrapped. Or I'm never going to eat this that's been cooked this way or, you know, purist, purist, whatever. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, if it tastes good, if the texture's right, like, I think it's cool. However you got there, like, just put it on my plate, you know. So I think the Traeger, for me personally, I love it. I have a smaller one, so I haven't done, like, I haven't had good luck with doing a brisket in mine because, like, it's the heat source. I mean, it's still a fire. It's still a fire, a real fire inside the inside the pellet grill. Okay. But it's like too hot and it kind of like just dries out the little bottom part of the brisket. Uh but I have cooked probably the best ribs I've ever had uh in the Traeger and also the best chicken ever like in the history of chickens. Well, just to just to pin you down on the logic. So cooking with a crock pot not for cooking. dinner not is cooking. not cooking. No. But Basically, the same concept on barbecue being a pellet grill is still barbecue. Yeah. Okay. You got that, it. That makes totally sense. It's fully. Do you want me to put on a t-shirt? <laughs> I mean. I what do y'all know. think? Why don't you hit the comments and let us know? Traeger versus. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say that a Traeger is better than real wood or hardwood or a regular smoker because it's definitely not. But. I mean, do I want to really make a fire in the heat of August in Texas? I mean, it's like 105 outside. Do I really want to maintain a fire right now, or do I want to just throw it in there and, like, pop open 14 Topo Chico's and then come back? Kind of the same thing with a casserole. Do yeah, I really want to go through the time to like cook it. it, or can I throw it all in a pan and 
pop that bitch in the oven and I'm done in an hour. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Is it a wood burning oven or just a, <laughs> like a gas? I mean, but oven? if it was a wood burning oven, would that make it barbecue? Oh, dude, are you really trying to open that can of worms <laughs> right now? Did we just really do that? I mean, I, we might have. Did the edibles just kick in over there? I wish. <laughs> Did you you didn't bring any this time. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know, man. Oh, all our listeners from Colorado need to hook that shit up, by the way. Did you just ask people to commit a felony? Yeah. Is that a felony? <laughs> no. Like last Whatever time I you checked, just said is not a felony. <laughs> last time I checked, UPS isn't checking their boxes. <laughs> oh, God. Are we really going to have to edit this? No, we're we, not. Because we you might. know why censorship doesn't need to exist. Yeah, don't get me started on Let's the shadow bans and <sighs> don't, don't, censoring people. Don't rile Tony up. Don't rile them up, y'all. I mean, but uh, yeah, get in those comments and let us know. What do you think? What's barbecue to you? What's not barbecue to you? Traeger, not Traeger, hardwood. Um, briquettes versus hardwood. What do you think? You know, briquettes is still, you can barbecue with briquettes. I mean, you can go low and slow. It, it's it produces smoke you know cooking with hardwood is great as well you just got to watch out for your stuff getting dry you yeah. know that's the biggest thing with hardwood like your stuff will dry out pretty quick on you if you're not watching and paying attention on hardwood because yeah. of the black smoke that comes out watch that wood get dry <laughs> <laughs> so funny side note um talking about briquettes did you know that the kingsford company was started by um, a guy named King who worked for the Ford Motor Company and took the remnants of their wooden tire, wooden wheels, I guess, uh, and then made briquettes out of it and used it for his own cooking. And then they said, hey, this kind of works, and then started another company off of that, and that's how Kingsford Charcoal was No conceived. shit. I might have just made that up. I mean, that's a pretty elaborate story to just <laughs> spit it off the dome like that. No, yeah, I think that's, I saw that somewhere. I'm probably on a YouTube video or something, but. Uh, yeah, one I, of your YouTube rabbit hole deep dives. Like, first of all, I started on like, how do I make this podcast recording record multi-track on my laptop? And then 47 videos later, I'm learning about how Kingsford Charcoal was made. So speaking of Kingsford, and I don't plug them they have nothing to do with podcasts, but ever. Um, I started using some of their flavored briquettes lately with some of my some of my barbecue. Like with brisket, I did some of their apple applewood briquettes, and I mixed in some of the applewood hardwood chunks that you get. And I've had some really good results with that stuff. Interesting. You know, I, it's it's normally I I start with real wood, and I I just gave it a shot because they to be honest, it was on sale. Oh, and it yeah. was like four dollars for a twelve pound you. bag. That's how they get you. And now here I am talking about it on our inaugural fucking episode without free any, plug, bro. Without any money, we're dropping all the free plugs all today. All the free plugs. Oh, uh, see, I just hope we don't get demonetized because we're dropping all these free plugs. <sighs> I mean, but if we're if we're doing it on our own website, can we, they really demonetize us, dude? They can do anything well the proverbial they yes <laughs> yeah. now especially because they can block our bandwidth access on our website Dude. if we don't pay them yeah they yeah it's they. the internet is no longer a free domain congratulations you played yourself yes exactly <laughs> so to to 
recap what we just talked about. It's not barbecue to cook hot dogs or steaks or or hamburgers. That's grilling. That's not barbecue. Yeah. And if you're doing anything on a propane grill, even stop. if you're Yeah. Just stop. just stop. <laughs> if you have a propane grill right now, go outside, get the propane tank, bring it into your house, open it up full blast, and just breathe until you go to sleep. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't do any of that. Just go outside, get your propane tank and like just you know, donate it or something. See to if a you church. can trade it in. Yeah. Can see if you can like, trade it into. Go an to idiot. Kingsford and see if you can find, trade your. Propane find another tank. idiot that looks like you, and see if they'll trade you your propane grill for yeah, like. You just flamed like half of America, <laughs> dude. Like this poor guy. First like, of all, he doesn't I, know any better. He's got a, he got that propane grill from for Christmas for his Father's wife, Day. For Father's Day. And then he had to know. put it together himself. Yeah, and, and he, he was probably paid for it time. out of his account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy's going to take a look in the mirror and totally hate himself after listening to this. Well, that's good. He but, should move to Texas, first of all, because the rest of America needs to know. Uh, don't move to Texas. Just come here for a little bit. Yes, we're tired of all of y'all moving to Texas. Or and, just go to the Panhandle. Yeah. Like, Just don't come down here to the Gulf Coast. Just come visit. Y'all are fucking up our state. I'm going to be <laughs> honest with you. Dude, I mean, like, don't bring, uh, don't bring any of that, like, Whatever y'all think y'all are calling barbecue anywhere outside of Texas, because I've been there, and no. Hard yeah. pass. I mean, I did have some St. Louis barbecue. I did air quotes. You didn't see me, but I'm sure you could hear it in my voice. <laughs> some St. Louis barbecue, and I'm like, dude, no. Yeah, I had Memphis barbecue, and I don't know if I just picked a wrong fucking restaurant or what, but, you know, Memphis is... It's known. That's a style of barbecue. There's, yeah. You can buy barbecue sauce. It's Memphis-style barbecue sauce. And when I went and got ribs at this place in Memphis, it was like pork jerky. And I just did not like it at all. If your state's barbecue is known because the sauce is good, I mean, no. Is it really barbecue? Yeah, like, get it, get it out of here. No sauce, no sides. Like, don't call me and be like, hey, man, you got to check out this barbecue spot. Their sides are amazing. No. Well, to be fair, if you go into a barbecue place and you try their sides and they're crap, their barbecue's probably crap also. I don't go into a barbecue place and eat anything besides meat. Well, we can't all be totally <laughs> fucking keto to where all you eat is meat. And, you know, if you want to live the keto life, that's great. I've done it. It works. But gotta have good sides i mean you gotta complete the ticket if you're gonna have a good barbecue place so you going coleslaw or beans or both well, in true el campo tradition butter potatoes oh, are where it's at when dude. it comes to sides if you're not fucking with butter potatoes then you're not really doing barbecue yeah now i like a good coleslaw and i'm very very picky about it and there's there's certain ways of having it done that that works out like once I was in Louisiana of all places at a catfish restaurant and the way they did coleslaw is you get all your, your pieces like a salad, almost you throw it on the plate and then they had the sauce on the side and you douse your coleslaw on your plate. So you paid to eat at a restaurant and then had to make your own food in it. I had to make my own <laughs> coleslaw, but I got to choose the amount of coleslaw sauce on my oh, coleslaw strong keep that ratio yes you exactly know, the ratio of anything i feel like can really just 
make or break a meal. Like me, I'm weird. Um, if I get, I'm okay. Real quick, I am weird because I enjoy a chopped beef sandwich. Don't flame me, everyone in the comments. I enjoy a chopped beef sandwich. Not one that's like I pull up and they got like a crock pot full of chopped beef and it's like 90% sauce and 10% like everything they couldn't sell yesterday and then like the floor sweepings. I'm talking about like I go in, I smell like smoke when I leave and the guy pulls some brisket that he was going to slice and then mashes it all up with a cleaver. And then I don't even put sauce in the chop. It's just I just want the beef and like let me tell you how i got on this tangent i went to a local place that i'm going to give a plug to right now the barbecue place in ocampo um fight me it's the best barbecue in texas ergo is that the correct if you can find them open it's delicious i will give you that (laughs) but there are days you go by and it's like oh he's not open today You, you know what you don't always get to dance with the hot girl at the prom bro you got to earn it. You know, like, maybe, they're not just giving it away. Maybe that's the appeal. Like, yeah, it's like the guessing scarcity. Game. I mean, if you follow him on Facebook, he's pretty good about letting you know that he's open. Yeah. You know, but if like two weeks from now, like I'm going to plan to go to the barbecue place like two Thursdays from now, I'm going to put it on my calendar. I might get disappointed. Yeah, but or you might have the best barbecue you ever had in your life. <laughs> anyway, so I showed up and I was like, you know, okay. So I showed up one day and he was like, dude, he's like, I'm I'm out of brisket. Um, what do you want? And I was like, man, I was had a, I had my had my stomach set on some brisket all morning. And he's like, well, I can make you a chop. And I was like, okay, okay. So he took all of the ends and the fatty parts and like. All the stuff that people in my town don't like because they're used to like um, what I would call like city boy brisket that my town has gotten used to over the last like 50 years. Um, But this guy actually makes like real brisket. And so the people don't like all the fat bits and the burn ins. Fatty brisket's where it's at. Dude, like don't even like they should take the lean like part of the brisket and throw it away. Like I don't mean, even make anything out of it at put all. It put it in Vietnamese pho because <laughs> it's delicious in there. But what? You want to talk about tangent? Oh my god, Captain Tangent! Uh, anyway. Here's your sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> but fatty briskets, where it's at. So, oh yeah. So he chopped up all this stuff that like people don't like. That people are like, oh no, I don't want to eat that. Let me cut it off of my brisket and then put it all in a sandwich. And I was like, bruh, sold. So, so now I get the chop there. Anyway. We were talking about sides. Now, Barbecue Place also has some strong sides. Those Bro. fucking Cajun potatoes. Cajun potatoes. And the mac and cheese. All solid. Very yeah. solid. If you're like Tony, sometimes like I can't go eat with him all the time because he like really out Whataburgers me everywhere we go. <laughs> this dude got... Okay, so the Barbecue Place makes a side or a, they make a meal that's like a mac and cheese pulled pork conglomeration with the enzymes and everything and like it's a meal right it's like the price of a meal bro got that as a side i was like dude are you kidding he got like the big sandwich that they have there i can't remember what it's called because after you eat it you just go to sleep but it has like everything in it and then he got this on the side and i'm like dude really well that's that happens you know it's like when we went to amos and i decided to get a burger and a frito pie who does that 
I mean, sometimes you got to just think outside of the box for the greater good of yourself. No lie. Tony sat down with that, and I stood up and said the Pledge of Allegiance <laughs> before he ate it. No, not one single person kneeled down during it either. <laughs> it was probably like I had a single tear rolling down my cheek. It was probably one of the greatest moments that I've ever gotten to witness. Yeah, so if you get a chance to go to a burger spot and get a Frito pie on the side with chili that they make in-house... Boom. Do it because it's great. Yeah. And but it's not barbecue. It's still not barbecue, <laughs> right? And that that's where we got off on our tangent. We're talking about what's barbecue and what's I don't even barbecue. know where I know that I started telling the story about the chop to go somewhere, but then I like got off two exits too late. It, <laughs> and it, here and we it are. Happens. And to be fair, I like a good chop sandwich oh, if yeah. it's done right. You know, yeah. but if it's done in a crock pot get it out of here that's not barbecue and it's not cooking really (laughs) it somehow is warm and it's on a piece of bread and you're there but not barbecue not not what i'm about so i think to sum everything up we've identified what's barbecue and what's not barbecue you've summed everything up twice i mean (laughs) sometimes especially with our audience you're gonna have to do that you know i mean the type of we're here for y'all I mean, who listens to this and really knows what the fuck is going on? Dude, yeah. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i the one talking and I don't know what's going on. I mean, we, it's just part of doing this thing and dealing with the people that we actually appeal to. Yeah. You know, like some beats. If you're if you're an Harvard grad top of your class, you're not listening to this. You're not wasting your time listening to us ramble on about barbecue and pellet grills and crock pots and sides yeah (laughs) but one thing we will do is talk about our next part of our show which is our seasoning review oh hey and this is something we're gonna do once a month we're gonna pick a seasoning and we're gonna talk about it and give you our honest take on it you know we're not getting sponsored to do this we're just gonna come out and tell it how it is and how we how we see it yeah i mean there might be some shots fired I don't know. I mean, I don't care. I'll I'll fire some shots. I mean, I'm I don't see it as firing shots. Like if you're just being honest, like yeah. that's not firing shots, right? It's not a point in America shade. where if you're being honest, you're being an asshole and being rude to people. And yeah, Dude, you know who wants? Don't that? hurt my feelings. Yeah, this is my safe space, bro. Like I'm up against this little crib. I wish we were doing a video right now, but this crib is my safe space. So. Like, so you're out. a baby. You're a man baby who's <laughs> saying man that with a chops. crib is a safe space. The crib is the safe space. Yeah. The chops. The chops are strong, strong evidence of you needing a safe space. Yeah. I've got my safety pin on. Oh, is it? Does That's it the say, sign, right? Does it say first millennial? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> first place millennial? <laughs> first place millennial. Oh, man. Yeah. Let's, not, right, let's so, not go there. <laughs> Full disclosure, we took a 15-minute break to eat so we could talk about the next segment, which we just hinted at, is our seasoning review. Yes, and this is something that is really a passion of mine as much as there is anything in life. Reviewing? Seasoning and barbecue meats and food, really in general. But if I'm going to declare a passion for something... New seasoning and new new stuff that I hadn't had before would probably be one I would commit to. Okay. So the seasoning we're going to talk about is 
Cluckalicious from Two Gringos. And you may know their other stuff, uh, Chupacabra. It's pretty pretty well known. I use the regular Chupacabra for a lot of stuff, but hadn't used the Cluckalicious <coughs> for much of anything up until recently. Based on the name, you might could guess that it is a poultry seasoning, and it's designed for chicken. But it also goes good on pork and eggs and a few other things because it's just generally a good seasoning. Yeah, man, this was my first time having it. Um, I don't know if y'all notice out there, but we're definitely talking a little slower right now because we're pretty full of chicken because it was delicious and uh, we ate a lot. And it's like, um, I think I tried it right before we cooked with it or Tony cooked with it. I didn't cook. Uh, I just ate. Um, and it's got like, there's like a definitely some spice happening that kind of hangs out with you. Uh, like on the back of the palate and then like there's some acidic things happening in there. It's like very Mexican for sure. Like it's got a, well, it's like got a hint sure. of citrus in it, yeah. you know, a little bit of citrus and you could tell they blended your, your kind of your generic poultry seasoning flavoring, you know, stuff that generally goes good on chicken. Oh yeah. They took that as the base with a little bit of citrus and, you know, I haven't been disappointed by anything they've put out so far, and uh, this is no different. I mean, I, f- I feel pretty good about this seasoning. I like it. Yeah, I read on the label that there's a little bit of sugar or something in there. So, yeah, it's. I mean, it's hitting everything. And, uh, yeah, like this, there's some extra little spice in there that kind of kicks that it doesn't, like, uh, hit you right at the beginning. It kind of just lingers, uh, but it's not like it's not like hot or spicy. I wouldn't even classify it as spicy. Oh, like not you at just, all, no. You just notice that it's still there, and it's, like, just, like, the spice flavor. So, it's, I mean, it's solid for me. I think I would definitely, like, try it on some pork for sure. Oh, yeah, pork steaks, you know, chicken leg quarters, you know, the, even with scrambled eggs. I mean, it's an underrated thing to use seasoning for. Dude, but. I put barbecue seasonings on my eggs and, you know what, on, uh, like, making home fries aka hash browns or skillet potatoes wherever you're at whatever you call them barbecue seasoning really Sleeper. I, haven't, I haven't done the barbecue seasoning on the potatoes you're doing yourself a gross disservice my friend oh well noted and oh man it's like uh like you would do like seasoned fries or whatever somewhere if they throw a little tony's on there yeah well you know i use tony's a lot and obviously your name's tony or my name's tony and hey. i'm a fat white guy there's a fat white guy on the label. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why I would use Tony's. But that being said, it it works on potatoes. I use that pretty often. But barbecue seasoning, that's a new thing. I'm going to have to try that out. Is the Tony Satchery actually white? Or is it because he's like uh, Louisiana? Or is he like French-Canadian slash I mean, he's Louisiana? whatever brand of white in Louisiana <laughs> that they are. I mean, French... French white, French, <laughs> I mean, Malcher, Boudreaux, you know, whatever you want to call it. I bet he makes some really, really, really good fucking crawfish if you go to his house. I don't know that Tony's even a real guy. I Dude, mean, is he? I don't know. Jamie, Probably pull not. that up. Jamie, pull that up. Is Tony a real guy? <laughs> I think he's real if you want him to be real, bro. And I would definitely eat anything out of his kitchen. Even if his kitchen had a crock pot and an Instapot and a Traeger. Yeah, so we should call this the Free Plugs 
podcast. Free plugs podcast. We're, we're plugging Tony's and two gringos Dude. and bar S hot dogs. I mean, we're I just plugging say, it all here. Um, that Cluckalicious would go hard on a bar S hot dog. It probably would. Check it. What if you got the bar S hot dog, split it in half long ways, hot dog style, not hamburger, and then poured a little Cluckalicious on it, and then you threw it on the grill. Still not barbecue. Still not but barbecue. It would probably be delicious. I would eat that. I would try it. Would you eat it with a fork or would you put it in a bun? I would use my hands like a man. Is a hot dog still a hot dog if you split it down hot dog style? I mean, maybe. I don't know what you would call that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't know what that would be. Hot dog split down the middle. We're going to experiment Looks weird. with that. We're definitely going to put that on the experiment list. Yes. Pull up the spreadsheet. <laughs> Pull up the spreadsheet. Let's do it. So, recapping the seasoning. I like to use the word recap because it makes me sound like I'm sophisticated and that I am cognizant of what we've talked about. Hey, to be honest, I'm probably going to cut out all the recaps during the edit. <laughs> Let's do it. So, Cluckalicious, Cluckalicious. is good seasoning. I I'm, like it. Hey, it's a good uh, call. Can't go bad with that. I'm going to give it the uh, the stamp of approval, the 100% GMO. Yes. This is something we came up with. Actually, Tony came up with it. I was trying to come up with some taglines that we could like say, but of course they were all stupid, and I hated myself, but then I was like, dude, I was like, 100% GMO. And then he was like, yeah, but like it can't be like GMO, like what it normally stands for. Like We got to come up with our own thing of what it stands for. Yeah, we can't plug genetically modified organism on I'll this eat podcast. It. I'll I eat mean, it. if you're going to fuck with science, then fuck with science. But if we're going to stamp something 100% GMO, that means that it's guaranteed orgasmic. No. Wait, no. Guaranteed no meat overload. That's what it was. I put the O. It wasn't G-O-M. <laughs> you put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Man. 100% GMO. Stands for 100% guaranteed meat, meat overload. And I, <laughs> <laughs> orgasm or overload. I don't, I don't Dude, you which. and I are the I only two the people phrase. in this room. So, like, I coined the phrase and I can't remember what it was. <laughs> well, That's, we're going to put it on a t shirt, on a coffee mug, on a cap, on some underwear. I don't know. We're going to put it on everything. <laughs> I mean, how cool would a pair of underwear be that said guaranteed meat overload? <laughs> I think we just sold out of them. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to make an inaugural product, they have to be tidy whities though. Boom. They Tiny. only come in size extra large and above, though. <laughs> yes, because that's ironic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, we're going to talk about music, too, aren't we? <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, we are. So part of this podcast, which would be the beats behind the meats, hey. not to be confused with beating your meat, but that's a whole different thing. We're also going to talk about music. And... Over the course of the shows, we got a lot of things planned. We got some reviews and songs and topics and conspiracies, and we're going to go through a lot of things. But I, I think we're going to start this off with the review of an album that just dropped from Mike and the Moon Pies. Yes, these guys are hotter than a $2 pistol, as they would say. Um, I'm not just saying that because I'm a fanboy, but I am. Um, these guys have put out a couple of back-to-back records that have just been straight fire, uh, starting out with uh, the Steak Night at the Prairie Rose that came out uh, a couple years ago or a year ago or so, 
Um, and then they went back to the studio with the same super producer, Adam Motor, and uh, instead of recording at the Yellow Dog in Wimberley where they normally do, they're like, hey, let's go to Abbey Road. And since we're already in London, let's pull up the London Symphony Orchestra and uh, let's just get crazy with it. And they did. And uh, it's fire. I mean, can you go wrong recording at Abbey Road? <laughs> I mean, maybe if like Sam Hunt and Blake Shelton got together and then went to Abbey Road and they're like, nah, we don't need a drum kit. We're just going to put on these drum loops. Then maybe. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to be tractor wrapping it up. Dude. Yeah, you're gonna go wrong no matter where you record. Yeah, you record we, on fucking Mars, and if it's tractor rap, it's still trash. Are we talking about tractor rap today, or is that a different? No, segment? that's a different thing. Stay I mean, tuned for the next episode when we talk about tractor rap or uh, an episode at some point. But today we're not talking about that. Yeah, it'll be tractor rap and why it's ruining America. Not just music, the America, entire country, the entire thing. <laughs> Trump, <laughs> North America, and South America. And Central America. <laughs> Dude, oh my God. So <laughs> the other day I was thinking, um, I was watching something, who knows, probably YouTube, and they were like, yeah, man, it's crazy how like every conversation just somehow leads to Trump and you just led straight to Trump in this podcast. Well, you know, in this day and age in 2019 with the inflammatory world that we're in, I don't think anybody can, anybody can get around him coming up at some point in the conversation just yeah. like even if you don't give a shit about politics some random dude is gonna pop up and be like connecting it to trump somehow yeah. whatever it is like bro i don't give a shit yeah i mean but here it is yeah it, i mean it is yeah it's kind of like the mike and the moon pie song that goes you look good in neon that's on this record see what i did there solid plug yeah i like look, it i pulled it back around and in in case we hadn't mentioned it, the name of this album is Cheap Silver and Solid Country Gold. Indeed it is. I went and saw them at their CD release show in Houston a couple weeks ago for my birthday. And they played, I think, almost all of the tracks off the new record. I think they missed one that they didn't play. Um, and yeah, man, dude, sounded phenomenal. They were killing it. There's a packed house in Houston at the Armadillo Palace. Uh, not the Armadillo Palace, the Armadilla Palace. That's with two L's and an A, not in that order exactly. Maybe it is, but yeah, man, they killed it, dude. Like, they did a bunch of old tunes, a bunch of the Steak Night tunes, these tunes. Um, it's like, I would say, if you took 1970 and then, like, put it in a box... And then you put that box in a weed bong and smoked it. Weed bong? A weed bong. Is that what the kids talk? Is that that what they smoke out of? I don't know, dude. I have to look it up. Um, Jamie, pull that up. Um, Yeah. And then then, like you sprinkled it with a little bit of like Conway Twitty. I got a real uh, Willie vibe on some of the songs. That's the weed pipe. That was probably the the weed essence. Um, Obviously, there's some Gary P. Nunn mixed in because they cover the song. Yes. Um, You want to fill the listeners in that don't know? So uh, Gary P. Nunn wrote a song called The London Homesick Blues. You may know it more commonly, uh, colloquially, as I Want to Go Home with the Armadillo. Um, 
Yeah, he wrote that, and you probably may not even know that he wrote it because Jerry Jeff Walker actually recorded it uh, and made it popular first, uh, I think. The story is that they were out at Lukenbach or something chilling before a show, and they're just picking and hanging out, and uh, Gary had just came back from um, England, and he had written this song while he was there. And he played it for everyone, and they're like, oh, man, that's pretty good. And then they played the show that night, and I'm pretty sure it was a live recording. I'm going to have to look it up. My facts may be construed right now. I'm still on that cluckalicious. Um, but he was there and playing piano for Jerry Jeff Walker, and Jerry was like, hey, man, you want to play that song you played under the trees tonight? And he was like, yeah, I guess so. Let's do it right now. And so they played it. And um, you can hear it on a live recording. And uh, yeah, then Jerry Jeff cut it. But yeah, Mike and the Moon Pies re-recorded it there. And they did it much differently than Gary P. Um, it's definitely more minory, uh, which kind of makes sense for the song because like the song is a very sad song about missing Texas and, you know, wanting to go home with the armadillo, obviously. Um, but the music of it isn't necessarily sad. It's I mean, there's a couple miners in there, but it it stays pretty pretty happy. Yeah, but uh, yeah. but the Mike and the Moon Pies recording, it definitely is a lot darker sounding. It sounds a lot more sad, and I mean, well, they just obviously it. with the orchestra, it's gonna be way more symphonic, you know. And symphonic. That's that's a that's a song that I've I've come to like from hanging out at Lane City and sitting around the campfire and people playing it on acoustic guitar and. Yeah, it was good to hear it on that record. I actually actually was a pleasant surprise. It was the last song on the on the record and I wasn't expecting it listening through it and I liked it a lot. I think they did it justice. Yeah, it's very croonery. Like uh I don't know if that's a word or not, but <laughs> like uh <coughs> I don't wanna I don't wanna sound like that guy, but I got an early listen to this record. Um in January, I was actually up at Yellow Dog recording my album called Holding On. Check it out. On plug, plug, iTunes. plug. Shameless plug. Uh, but yeah, so we were up there hanging out, and um, we had finished for the day, so we we're just chilling. I was grilling up some steaks, as per always. and uh, Not barbecue. Grilling. Not barbecue. I was grilling steaks. I wasn't barbecuing the steaks. <laughs> and um, It was on a Weber. And uh, Adam Oder, super producer, he's like, hey, man, uh, I'm going to play something for you. And he played it, and I was listening to it, and I was like, dude, this is like some solid country gold. Hey. Um, but, you know, I was like, dude, like this is crazy. I was like, who is this? And he's like, dude, that's New Moon, moon, new moon Pies. And I was like, no. I was like, well, who's singing? And he's like, dude, that's Mike. And I was like, no way, that's not Mike. I was like, that's not what I'm used to hearing at all. And he's like, yeah, man. He's like, cut it at Abbey Road, had the full symphony in there, and Oh man, it just blew my mind. I was like, dude, like the guys in that band have like fully expanded everything that they do. I mean, their their burners are just crazy fast and they're playing twinning licks on steel guitar, the guitar, piano, everything. And now they did this thing and it's like probably uh I saw somebody call it like the most sophisticated country album ever. And I would definitely agree with that, especially like tunes like uh Young and Love. That one's like very Frank Sinatra y if we're gonna go there. I would well, say I mean I'm I'm jazzy. Not, I'm not as much of an aficionado as you are being in the industry and whatnot, but you know, I, f- I felt like there was some 
some good complexity to their album. You yeah, know, definitely chords that I would never be able to play. Yeah, there's still there's still players stood out. Yeah, being judged. Shout out Zach. Yeah, he he stood out on the album. I thought. I yeah, mean, I, I remember listening to it. It's like, man, that that still guy's getting down. It was it was pretty good. I don't know the guy. I have no idea who he is, but I know you you probably do being your record there and whatnot. But anyway, either way, good album. You know, it, it kind of invoked a little bit of the Texas swing also in some of the songs. Yeah. Um which one was it? Uh Fast as Lightning. Oh yeah. It was a bit of a, a little shuffly. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was there's definitely a little bit of Texas swing in there, you know. It's I, I liked it uh, overall. It's a good listen if you're if you're into if you're into country, but you know it's definitely one of those genres you gotta like. You gotta you gotta get in there and like it. I mean, if you're a if you're a Tool fan, which we'll cover some stuff for you, but you're a hardcore Tool fan, you know, country this album may not be for you. But generally, anybody that's into the, our segment in real Texas music, not tractor rap. You're going to like this album. You're going to like it. We're going to flame tractor rap so bad on that episode. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> spoiler alert. Yes. We're going to flame it. <laughs> yeah. It's, Is that what the kids gonna say? Stop. It's not going to stop <laughs> ever. Tractor Rap is what's ruining America, as we will cover in its own episode. This album is for sure not Tractor Rap at all. It's authentic, good Texas country music. I like the song Danger as well. Um, Mike wrote that one for his uh, son that's, I guess, a couple years old who was at the show, uh, hamming it up and being the center of attention as as a child that's cute wood at a concert, had his headphones, uh, you know, little earmuffs on. Yeah. And yeah, man. I think Cheap it. Silver was my favorite. It's the opening track. And yeah. I felt like that was my favorite of the album. Like right off the bat, it kind of set the tone and it just jammed. I liked it. To be honest, the first like whatever, seven seconds of just that little symphony thing at the beginning transcended me to another dimension. Oh, yeah? Like, yeah. Like I, I always listen to music with headphones for the first time. Because I really want to hear it in stereo. Like, I really can't listen to music unless I can hear, like, the full stereo image. Like, I can't listen to music with one headphone on and one headphone off. And I can't listen, like, on a Bluetooth speaker that just has, like, one speaker. And it's, yeah. like, just mono and, like, just coming at you from the middle. Like, I like to hear the, like, the stereo widening with, like, the left and the right. And, like, what instrument's on your left. And then you get, like, a full, like, 3D image. Anyway... So I put that on, and I really like to listen to music very quietly in my headphones, right as I'm going to sleep, like right as I'm not quite awake and not quite asleep. So the context for you, how you like to listen to music is very, very specific, right? Very. Like, if I want to listen to something, like if I just want it to be background noise, then yeah, I'll crank it up and go about my day. But when I really want to listen to something and just like take it in and experience I turn like uh, so. I I use an iPhone and I put the headphones on the earbuds, um, and turn the volume up to like one or two at the max. That way, I really have to concentrate on listening to it. Um, and then like I find like that time where my brain is like not fully awake but not fully asleep. Like it kind of just lets me. I don't know what's going on, but I really liked. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, so- something happening in my. Uh, brain rem 
something. Full disclosure, I, I, I feel a little insulted, right? So all those times where I'm drinking and I'm like, hey, bro, you got to listen to this song. And then we listen to that song. You're saying that you never really listened to it. I mean, I listened to it, but I didn't like fully experience it unless <laughs> I had it on very quiet right before I fall asleep. Well, anyway, that's how I put this Moon Pies record on. And then like those strings like just blew me away, man. Like I was transported to another dimension and like just blew my mind. Kind of like if you were living the image of the new Tyler Childers record, Country Squire, if you were living that image. The cover image? The cover image. <laughs> if you were living that cover image, that's what it that's what happened. I would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is that for y'all that have not seen it, go Google it. It's Google it. it's a very special album art image. Yeah. Uh, Are we talking about Tyler Childers today? Uh, Childers Childers. We'll, we'll, Childers. We'll, we'll cover him later. Just, I was making a joke about saying his name incorrectly because he was talking about that at the Americana Awards. That the only word he hates more than Americana is the way they said his name, and I don't even know how they said it at that show, but it was incorrectly. I mean, should I just stare at you weirdly as I as we talk about this? Dude, he sings with his eyes open. It freaks me out. <laughs> That's the only thing weird. Okay, two things bother me about Tyler Childers. Number one, he sings with his eyes open, and it just freaks me out, man. I don't know. Like, it's weird. It's stupid. It just kind of freaks me out, but whatever. I mean, the songs are fire. Uh, the second thing that bothers me is that how everybody is so trendy about liking him. Yeah, and like, you these know, people three don't years ago him. when we were talking about his shit that came out, yeah. Now, not to sound hipster or whatever. But yeah, no, full hipster, bro. We <laughs> but, knew about him before it's everyone on did. Fucking Yellowstone and, yeah, these, and then like all, all these. Yeah, it's 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 the millennial fucking folk thing. To all be the like festival it. girls are all about it now. Like yeah, like and you know what? I really like how in my mind the narrative is like you know all of these people that don't deserve his music, I guess, to sound like a totally jaded music fan. He Then he comes out with a song that nobody even knows what the word means. Like, what is yorn, bro? What exactly. is yorn? That's Kentucky slang, probably. That's him just, I'm guessing. I, to me, I hope that's him saying, like, this is what I got. Like, I ain't going to try to conform. And now that I have a big mainstream audience, I'm not going to put something out that's garbage that everyone understands i'm gonna put out something that only like three percent of the population of the united states understands and that three percent is living on a mountain in the middle of kentucky and they run moonshine from the top of the mountain to the bottom of the mountain and they know what yorn is i know that's that's the audience he's speaking to and that's good but we kind of got off on a tangent we were talking about mike and the moon pies we'll we'll cover him uh, uh, childers in a later week uh but you know Again, we, we, we already said it. Listen to it. It's fire. It's We're going to put the link some solid uh, country music here in a description. Uh, we is there a description? Comments. Is there a description? It's kind of an audio podcast because we're not filming anything, but you know, it's going to be point, comments somewhere. It's got to be comments. Somebody's got to talk trash to us. I mean, if somewhere. they're saying it out loud. Yeah. You know what I don't like about watching TV is that there's no comment section for people to get roasted. Yes. <laughs> I was watching a TV show the other day, which was weird because I very rarely watch television. But uh, 
they something happened and I was like, dude, that would never work in real life. Like I went that guy and I was like, oh, man, I wish there was a comment section so I could read if someone had already flamed it. Well, here's the thing. If if ever you're looking for a comment section on a TV event or something in real life that doesn't have a comment section, just go to Reddit. It's there. <laughs> Reddit is the comment section of real life. It really is. I mean, whatever you're looking for, you'll find it on there. You'll go down some deep, dark rabbit holes there. Being that you like that kind of stuff, you might want to get on there and check it out. But you want to get into some conspiracy-level random comments. Also... Comedy gold can be found there, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, some of the comments on there, I'll just screenshot them and send them to people and tell them the context. I like whenever you send me a a meme from Reddit and then like 17 days later, it blows up everywhere else on the Internet. It's kind of like, yeah, it's like the factory of the Internet. Like it starts there and then they curate what's good and what's not good. And then they put it out to the rest of the world for us to rip off and copy and steal content for yeah do we have a reddit page or is that a thing uh well i don't know that we're big enough we can start one you don't have to have anybody to we start can be the only page. ones commenting on there right i mean fuck like it. i'll make 300 reddit accounts right now and we'll show up on google results boom anytime you google meets did we just out algorithm the algorithm <laughs> is that a thing dude we can make that a thing. can we make can we how can we monetize that <laughs> want to monetize the algorithmic <laughs> things uh, hey call us if you need uh to out algorithm the algorithm and we'll make you rich too jamie just, look uh, that up yeah just uh send us a, a cash app for like 15 grand or whatever and uh yeah man we don't have cash app by the way so don't do that <laughs> yeah look for the venmo leak in the comments <laughs> hey uh just a, just a shameless plug i started a uh snapchat premium uh, if y'all want to get on there, <laughs> it's just me like telling you to have a good day and how you're strong and <laughs> not to give up. I mean, if there's a, if it's a premium and there's no pepperoni nipples and I'm out, <laughs> I'm out. Oh man. I guess I'll have to give you a refund, but I'll take words of encouragement. Oh yeah. yeah. Even we'll though I, I feel like we shouldn't have to pay for words of encouragement. You know? No, those should be free. Like, you know, healthcare and college tuition. <laughs> Calm down, Bernie. Calm down. Calm down, Bernie. <laughs> I'll tell you what is free. Um music. The, the plug stuff. you're trying to come up I'm with. I'm trying in your to come up with right a plug now. for uh, something. This podcast for starters. This is podcast free. is for sure free. Uh it's free for you to listen to, but it's not free for us to make. I stole that from the Bad Truth podcast. <laughs> I was thinking, like, what all can I steal from other podcasts to tell on this podcast? Yes, are we gonna be the Apple of podcasts? We're gonna we're gonna figure out the so. good ideas and refine them and become billionaires. Become yeah, I'm down. Yeah, dude, I, I can't wait till you and I hate each other and we only speak to each other in this room. Oh yes, because the money has drove us apart. The money has drove us apart. <laughs> we'll have to have our agents. Yeah, have contracted things to like we can't even directly email each other like i have to email the manager who emails your manager who emails you and then we set this thing up and then like yeah like our people do all the work yeah and we we just just show show up up because we're the fucking talent yeah that's what we do that's what we do (laughs) i mean do you think like (laughs) other guys that are made it in life like answer their own emails and like open their own cans of tuna no they don't they got a guy for that 
I mean, I wish I had a guy to open my tuna. I hate That's tuna. That's a pain in the ass. I hate tuna so much. I hate canned tuna, right? Canned tuna is, yeah. in my mind, not tuna. But you give me a flay of tuna caught in the fucking goddamn Gulf of Mexico, Boom. in America, yes. or really any other ocean, that is delicious. Gulf of Mexico, America. <laughs> we just annexed it. <laughs> well, it's not annexed it because it. it's part of our... Is that maritime laws? Like, technically pirate law? I don't know. What's international waters? How how deep does it go? I mean, all our oil rigs are out there, so surely, you know, between our Coast Guard and our Navy, we got that shit on lock. Is it snapper season? No, snapper season was in June. Oh, we missed it. Yes. (laughs) Back to the canned tuna then, I guess. No, no, but tuna season is year-round. Just you can't catch them like you can red snapper. I mean, red snapper, pretty much, like, cockroaches of the sea in terms of how many of them there are you know snapper's Man. delicious I'm not comparing it to a nasty insect but they're very easy did. to catch they're very easy to catch you throw some shit down you reel that shit up and you're gonna have a fucking snapper on your line that's why they had to regulate it and put a season in because they're so easy to catch ah but tuna wahoo grouper a little bit more difficult to catch you know you gotta go a little bit deeper water you gotta gotta set it up a little bit differently but those are all delicious fish. We should do a seafood episode. We definitely should do a seafood episode. Live and I actually have side. a friend of mine that uh, is starting his own channel on doing offshore fishing and uh, inshore fishing. You're going to drop a plug? Yeah. yeah free, plug, um, free plug. Yeah, his name's Chance Adams. His son is doing some videos, and uh, you definitely ought to check him out. Let me find his YouTube channel here. We'll put it in the description. Yeah, we'll point. put it in the description. I don't. <laughs> there I don't, better be a big ass description because it's we gonna got need a so lot much, of characters. Like, we're gonna have to re-listen to this just to know what all we said we are gonna put in the description. I've lost count at this point. All of it. All of it. All of it. All of it. We can't put the entire monologue in the description. I'm gonna put everything in the description below, and by everything I mean everything. Oh, it's gonna be the biggest description you've ever seen in your life like the entire transcript the entire tran. i'm gonna need a guy for that though because i'm not trying to do that whenever your guy's done opening your can of tuna that you hate he's gonna type up this translate phone is not cooperating damn it that sounded good i will find the link and I will put it in the comments. It's gonna put it with the rest of the things. <laughs> It'll be in the in the uh, transcript that you can mail off for uh, whenever you sign up for the Snapchat Premium. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, like, can you physically mail us a five dollar bill, and then we'll give you the access to the premium, dude? Boom. There hey, we go. We're gonna for sure pay taxes on that five dollar bill too. Oh, obviously, it's not yeah. gonna go directly in my pocket. Or no. into a strippers. <laughs> yeah, definitely for sure one hundred percent legitimate. I don't even know where we're going. <laughs> yeah, we kinda got off track. Where are we right now? Are well, we still here? <laughs> yeah, we're still here and we were talking about the fire album from Mike and the Moon Pies, and then we kinda got off on some tangents with Childers and Tractor oh, yeah. Rap Ruin in America and Seafood. Somehow, seafood, yeah. You know. So we're going to get back on Hey, track you should here. sum things up right now. Well, to sum things up again <laughs> for the 18th time in this podcast, 
<laughs> we're gonna change the name of the podcast to summing things up. <laughs> Tony sums it up for you, fucking Tony, guys. Tony sums it up. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. Yes. So we talked about what is barbecue really and what it is not. What it is for and sure not. How if you cook on propane, you should probably just stop cooking. <laughs> and all the housewives in America that make casseroles are not cooking either. And they're failing their families. Apparently. <laughs> those those were your words. Dude, the Westboro Baptist Church is gonna picket this podcast. That's how you know you made it though. Yeah. I think I, I hear him I outside. Agree. I think I yeah. hear him outside, if, man. If if we record a show and there is picketing from that church outside of our show, I agree. That's how we've made it. Yeah. I mean, like, I would definitely go live on Facebook for sure. Um, and the only way to watch that is if you like us on Facebook right now. So, uh, you're probably already kind of distracted because you're bored from listening to us for the last however yeah, long. We're just on. rambling about nonsense. Yeah. So point. get on your phone, pull it out, <laughs> uh, close the, uh, X hamster browser that you have open <laughs> <laughs> and get on our Facebook page and give us a like, and then get on our Instagram page and give us a like, and then get on our Twitter page and give us a follow. All and of then, the links uh, will be, guess where, <laughs> <laughs> in the comments below. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know where you're listening at, but um, I hope you're listening on a 100% legal. Uh, <laughs> this isn't on the dark web of podcasts where people are yeah. streaming this illegally and taking away the copious amounts of revenue uh, that are coming into us. Yeah, hopefully it's not, you know, you're not distracting yourself from your real job, whatever that might be. <laughs> Talking no. to you air traffic controllers. <laughs> Pay attention. Dude, how can you talk to them about getting distracted and then you just distracted them again? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're not diagnosing all the levels of which we're talking about. I don't even know what that means. I mean, break, I it, <laughs> break it down. But anyway. Anyway. Well, that's going to probably wrap up episode one for us. Yes. We've covered a lot of topics, and we got a lot of cool shit coming up. Uh, we're going to review Highly Suspect's new album when it comes out. They have a couple of songs out. Uh, been really digging the 116 about the lead singer's crazy shit that he went through in his life, so go check that out. It's dark. Whiskey Myers got a new album coming out. Uh, he's dropped a few songs that, are, that have been released. Bury My Bones is legit. Straight fire. Some good Texas country music right there. So be on the lookout. We got a lot of new topics and a lot of a lot of cool stuff coming up. We're gonna do some really random crazy shit that we'll make uh YouTube videos about when we do We're gonna know, break the internet. We're gonna try to break the internet. <laughs> I do we already got the algorithm of the algorithm. Yes. So we're I mean, pretty much anything we do is gonna be fire. Yeah. So I mean we're, we're set. in there. We're good. We're sitting in a bedroom in the top of my house. While my kids are running around downstairs, so, I mean, could we get any cooler? Dude, I mean, if it gets any better than this, like, I don't want it. Even though, like, once we hit, like, 10 billion subs or whatever, or however they measure these things, I don't even know. Um, whenever we have our huge, uh, like, legitimate studio, I want it to look exactly like this bedroom. Hey, you couldn't ask for a better setup. Yeah, I mean. Soundproof. Like, 
I mean, if there was like a propane grill in here, <laughs> like that would be the, and there was like 14 packs of bar S hot dogs <laughs> yes. on it. Give me a propane grill and some bar S hot dogs and you're going to have a good time. <laughs> going to have a blast. There may have been a couple of shots of tequila mixed in with uh, whatever that Cluckalicious was that I saw you eating earlier, but possibly, possibly dude. What was that ice cream that I just ate? Uh, the bomb pop, the ice bomb cream? pop. It wasn't a pop either. It was like in a cup. Well, well. To clarify, bomb pop is the ice cream that you can get off the ice cream truck. They have now put that into a cup, and you can buy it in H E B, uh, in the four packs. And yeah, they're quite delicious. I just had one for the first time ever. Uh, Tony talked him up when I got here. He's like, dude, bomb pop, and I was like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. And then he's like, here, eat it, and I did, and it was uh, it was pretty amazing. So to finish off with plug number 1,875 <laughs> that we don't get paid for. Did we, did we miss 1,836? Was that the Remember the Alamo plug? <laughs> How did I forget? <laughs> I mean, you're part of the first family, bro. You bro, should know. I'm only 10th generation. Chill out. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Anyway, know. well, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it. Hopefully this will keep going for a while. Episode 1, inaugural Meets and Beats podcast. Take care. No, it's called Tony Sums Things Up. <laughs> <laughs>